What's up, everybody? Hey. <laughs> this is Zach. Shad. And Amy. Judah. This is BLI. We're glad that you're here. If you haven't already, I don't know where I'm going with that. Watch our introduction video. Go get yourself familiar with the past content and then come on back because this is going to be a great episode. Yeah. So this is our second video all together. We're going to have, we have an awesome topic tonight. Yes. Repentance. Mm -hmm. Repent for the kingdom is not. And I know ah. the second people hear that word, they're like, uh, yeah, click. <laughs> no, thank beg you. And, beg and plead. By the time we get done with this, you'll learn how to beg and plead the Lord He's to uh, forgive you. He's I'm, comple I'm completely joking. <laughs> no, this is an exciting topic. Like Judah and yes. I, we were in the group chat, which I'm terrible with group chats, if you haven't noticed that. But he started talking about it. And I was like, this yeah. is awesome. We're, we need to do this. Yeah. So, so let's jump into it. Um, who wants to go first talking about repentance? Well, how about the person that brought it up? <laughs> yep. Okay. Um, well, since I brought it up, but mainly that's because that's one of the biggest subjects that I've grown in and learned about. Because um, typically, most of the church and even people outside of the church think repentance it means you know, repentance. You're paying for something. You're mm. you're you're begging and pleading. You're doing something to get back in right standing, mm. and that's exactly wrong. And that's not what heavenly repentance is. <clears throat> no, heavenly repentance is a changing of the mind, a changing of the way, renewing your mind. When he when he said repent for the kingdom of God is at hand, he said change your mind, turn now, because the kingdom's here. I'm finally here to reveal myself. And that's the, it's extremely big. And then one verse the Lord always brings me back to is Romans 2, 4. It says, don't you know that his loving kindness and forbearance with you is intended to lead you to repentance? Mm -hmm. So it's his, it's his very nature, his, who he is that leads you to change your mind. Mm -hmm. It's not that he's like, look, you've been so bad. You, you stop doing these things. You're going to turn around. He goes, look, this isn't even who you are. This isn't who I've made you. This mm -hmm. isn't who I purchased on the cross. Yeah. Yeah. This is who you are. And then he begins to reveal through his mercy and his love. And you're like, because here's how my life has been. I've been lived, I've lived like 10 years at a place of constant, oh, the Lord just will work it out. He always worked it out, but I never realized that he was always bringing me back to the starting place of, of who I am. And I always, you know, he always worked every situation out and it always angered me because I didn't do anything. I would do horrible things and he would just work it out. And I'm like, oh, this makes no sense to me. But as I begin to mature and actually grow and begin to go, Lord, hey, I don't know everything. Because um, a lot of us deal with that. We think we know it all. And I went to him and I was like, why do I keep coming back to this place? But it's because I never was listening to him. But as I begin to learn about repentance, changing my mind daily, the Bible talks about repent daily. And that's not, oh, Lord, I, I sinned. I did wrong here. Oh, man, I did wrong here. Oh, I, Lord. Because by the time we start with that, you don't want to talk to God because you think he's your enemy. He, you think he's against you. So how do you want to talk to someone who you think is already against you just waiting to smack you down? Mm. But repentance is going, hey, Lord, man. Yeah, these things keep being in my life, but I see this as your truth, and I choose this. Yeah. To choose his will over yours is repentance. Hmm. Go. 
Okay. Um, yeah, right before the show, Shad was bringing up um, what the word is in Greek. And um, I was looking it up in my trusty Strong's. There's no way I could remember all of this. But um, <clears throat> it is the word, and I don't know if I'm pronouncing this right, mentano- mentanoia. Mentanoia. And um, I don't know. You were the one that brought it up. Do you maybe want to? Yeah. Um, there's a there's a connotation with the word repentance that I've encountered throughout my time of knowing the Lord. That just like Judah was saying, that people uh, view it as groveling before the Lord and uh, being. Let's see here. I wrote down some of the definitions here. The English definition. <clears throat> of repent is to feel sincere regret or remorse. But mm-hmm. in Greek, it means to change the way you think. Yeah. Yeah. Those are two really different definitions. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> the scripture says we are transformed by the renewing of our minds. Um, so in my late 20s, mid to late 20s, you know, I come to the realization that my life doesn't look like what I think it should look like. So... Why is that? Um, and then I actually have on this note card here something that I found this week, the week we happen to be doing this, that the Lord had me draw a while ago, at least a year ago. And the Hebrew word for repent, no, sorry, for sin, actually means to hit the gold in the center of a bullseye. So... Repentance is us coming into alignment with what God has for us and what he's created us to be. Mm. So I feel like every person on their inside, you like, you see what you're supposed to be. You know what you're supposed to be doing. You know what you're called to, but it doesn't necessarily happen. Mm. And the reason is our souls aren't aligned with God. Mm. So that's what repentance is. And you got me, I know you guys can't really see this, you got me to draw a little Venn diagram, and people define soul as your mind, will, and your emotions. Mm. So he got me to draw this diagram, and there was a circle for mind, circle for will, circle for emotions, and they overlapped. So in the middle, there's a bullseye. That's the point that we're aiming for as the children of God. That's the gold. That is the goal, and that is the gold. And the only way to get there is by allowing God to transform your mind. Because as you transformed your mind, your emotions, and your will into what God is, has created us to be, then the destiny starts happening. Then the person that you see yourself becoming starts becoming, and not just an idea. So that's what I got on repentance at the moment. <laughs> I I just wanted to read something from um, this definition in Strong's and um, there's a lot that's in here 
And, um, you know, it keeps talking about it is that changing of mind. But um, I like here where it's like there's three steps found in mentanoia. Uh, it's new knowledge, regret for previous course or displeasure with self and a change of action. Because mm. um, it just reminded me of the story of when um, they were rebuilding Israel um, I believe in the book of Nehemiah, uh, or rebuilding the wall, and um, they brought the word of God to all the people, and they hadn't heard it. Most of those people hadn't heard it in their entire lives. Like it had been, it'd been hundreds of years yeah. since they heard the law. <laughs> so it was like this whole generation that hadn't heard the word, and so they um, had the teachers come out and read it, and. You know, everybody was really excited until they started hearing it, and it was like they started crying, and it was like they were weeping because it was like, oh, we don't measure up to that standard. But um, I love what it says when it's like, um, you know, do not mourn. Um, because it's like now you know what God's will is for you, and now we're going to rejoice because we know what it is, and now we're going to do it. Mm-hmm. And now with this new covenant, you know we are empowered by grace to walk in to walk in that repentance and to um, you know to have that renewed mind and retrain our thinking because we are connecting with the Holy Spirit and what the Word says. And um, I know when I was just, it's interesting, like, when you just look up Scripture, like, Mm -hmm. the things that would come up because, like, what you guys were just saying as far as, like, what true repentance is it's funny when you like bring it up on like google or on your bible (laughs) app on your phone it's like um they're very condemning verses that come up which Mm -hmm. i mean we need to know the severity of sin and not repenting for it um in 2 Corinthians 7.10, it says, For the kind of sorrow God wants us to experience leads us away from sin and results in salvation. There's no regret for that kind of sorrow, but worldly sorrow, which lacks repentance, results in spiritual death. And I think um, there has been a lot of teaching in the church when it's like... um, and, and it was something that I was taught uh, growing up, that it was like, you know, you are saved, but you're still a sinner. Mm-hmm. And it's and if you read Romans, it says you are no longer a sinner. You are empowered by grace yeah. to move forward. But that doesn't mean that there isn't a daily dying to self and changing your ways and, you know, Telling yourself every day, I do have the renewed mind of Christ, mm-hmm. and I do have the power of the Holy Spirit within me to resist temptation, to not do these things. And it is that turning around and t- 
just doing something new. Mm-hmm. And, but f- I mean, for most of my life, like I, I had kind of a, a wrong teaching about that. And I'm not pointing fingers or blaming anybody. You know, it came from different places, but it's kind of like, it's that woe is me, I'm a sinner, but it's it's like we keep telling people that they are sinners when it's like, if you've accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior and asked him to forgive you, when God forgets, he really forgets. Mm-hmm. I love, um, whenever I think of that, I think of Abraham, because when you read his actual story, it's like um, he never got it right the first time. It was always... Um, I mean, with Sarah having a child, like they didn't believe God for that. They, you know, he ended up sleeping with her maid and all this family dysfunction came in. Mm -hmm. But I mean, when Abraham would repent for that, you now, when you look in the New Testament here, Romans 4 and 20, it says, Abraham never wavered in believing God's promise. God completely forgot about that and rewrote the story. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I love that so much that even in his word, when you can go back and you can see that as, I mean, Abraham, you know, he's considered, you know, the father of faith and so much of, it's where the whole um, family line started, you know, and, mm-hmm. but all of those promises were entrusted to him because he asked for forgiveness and he repented and he yeah. changed his ways and he lined himself up just like you guys were saying, lined himself up with what God really did have for him. And now he's, you know, he has such a legacy in the word and people, you know, they even know him beyond, you know, if you're not a Christian, you know, you're here, Abraham. Like that is something that is a name that people know. Well, and he was one of the ones that came down from heaven. Yeah. The Mount of Transfiguration. Yeah. Like, you know, that yeah. that's a big moment <laughs> in everything is when want, Jesus is like ah. I wanted to read the rest of this. Um it's Romans four, twenty through twenty-three. Um, Abraham never wavered in believing God's promise. In fact, his faith grew stronger. And in this, he brought glory to God. He was fully convinced that God is able to do whatever he promises. And because of Abraham's faith, God counted him as righteous. And when God counted him as righteous, it wasn't just for Abraham's benefit. It was recorded for our benefit too, assuring that God will also count us as righteous if we believe in him, the one who raised Jesus, our Lord, from the dead. And... I just love that because that can be the story for anybody. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so repentance for me, like everything you know, said has been awesome. <laughs> not, not <laughs> like, oh, <laughs> repentance for me is totally different. <laughs> what did it really mean? <laughs> uh, these infidels. No, I'm just kidding. Um, it. I've lived a life that I've repented a lot. <laughs> and a lot of people don't want to admit that, but man, I've done some dumb things and I've been like, Lord, 
forgive me for that, you know? And every time I do it, it's like, you have, you have the devil that comes after your thoughts and they're like, he didn't really forgive you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And when you do that, you know, God has forgiven you because the devil would not come against your thoughts if it wasn't true. Mm -hmm. Because he's here to kill, steal, and destroy. And all he's got are those three things. Mm -hmm. And lying's one of his tricks to accomplish those three yeah. things. So my biggest thing is when you repent, know that God has forgiven you, that mm -hmm. he has wiped the slate clean. You're under the blood. We don't have to go sacrifice lambs and all of that. Mm -hmm. And that was just a covering. Like it was. Their, their sins were not forgiven That's because good. they didn't have that connection to the Father. When mm -hmm. Adam and Eve sinned, there was a hole ripped. There was a, a big divide between God and man, and God just wanted to be with man. That's yeah. good. That's why he created the the, uh, the Ark of the Covenant and everything. He wanted to dwell with man. He wanted to spend time with them. And if Adam and Eve would have never sinned, that would have never needed to be there because he would come in the cool of the day and you would see, and God would walk around and he would have conversations with them. But he knew as soon as he, he knew before he even came into the garden what was going on. Yeah. And he was like, where are you at? He who, knew. Who told you you were naked? Yeah. Who told you that? He knew. He knew everything. Mm -hmm. But... Jesus came, he, there is nothing that it didn't cover. And I think that's one of the biggest things that I want to bring is there's nothing that you've done, nothing that you've thought, nothing that is not covered by the blood of Jesus. It, Jesus didn't die. And when he's up in heaven, be like, God, dang it, forgot that thing. <laughs> you know, and he's like, he, he's like, Did you, I guess I've got to do it again. Uh, Gabriel, go down there and fix it. You know, it wasn't anything like that. Everything. There's no loopholes. There's no no anything that people can get around. You are bought with the blood of the Lamb. Mm -hmm. And I, I said this at church Sunday, and my man Todd White said this yeah. as well. When Jesus hung on that cross, heaven paid the highest price. Heaven mm -hmm. got bankrupt by doing that. And... When I say that, heaven literally has streets made of gold. Mm -hmm. Come on. Our, our thought process of wealth, like they've got it, literally they walk on it all mm -hmm. the time. But <laughs> the thing yep. that was, there was only one. There's only one Jesus. And he came down here for us. He made himself flesh and dwelt among us. And he gave his life freely so we could be connected back to the Father through the grave. That's good. And we need to realize that, man, when we, when we are like, God, forgive me, God's like, okay, done. Mm -hmm. It's not, God, uh, forgive me. I have, I done this. I thought these thoughts, and I, I, you know, I ate too many cookies today, and I'm, a, <laughs> you know, you, at, God, forgive me. It's taken care of. Mm -hmm. We don't have to. You know, plead and beg at yeah. the cross is taken care of. Jesus wrote that check, and guess what? The bank cashed it. Amen. It's there. Amen. It's taken care of. And I think that's a huge thing that a lot of people. Well, I I gotta get, I gotta get clean before I, mm -hmm. I I do this. I gotta get in the 
the the headspace. I gotta get right before I come back to God. I'm like, uh, what? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Aren't you all right? like? All you gotta do is just ask, yeah. and pff, it's taken care of. Now, I know for me, thankfully, like when I asked, you know, for God to forgive me, and you know, really dedicated myself. Like I had a problem with saying words of a certain flavor and all of that. But as soon as like, <laughs> like that was taken away from me, like yeah. that, that was gone. And it, it was incredible. Just like how God just kind of lifted that from me, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, and some people, yeah, you have to work with it. There's things that I work with every day. And I just think people need to realize that God is on the scene. Like he's just yeah. waiting. He's in Amen. the, in the driveway, just like, Come on, taking his phone. It's like, like he sees you in the windows. Like, hey, me. <laughs> I'm here. There's a like. I just so everyone knows, I wasn't. I was looking up words and definitions and Bible scriptures on my no, phone. He's playing on Snapchat. Yeah, no. Um, <laughs> but uh, just trying to touch on. Uh, whenever we start talking, I could talk about this for hours. Um, but even talking about just giving a spiritual example um, of even how Nehemiah, when he begins, because well, that's what I looked up, and it says they began to read the words so that the people can understand. Because what has happened, they they went, they began to learn another language. It wasn't even in a language they understood. Yeah. So it took a scribe to begin to explain the words to them. Mm-hmm. And so now in a spiritual aspect, uh, we are coming into that knowledge. And at first we weep because we don't understand it of our own yeah. intellect. But as the Holy Spirit, the scribe, of God, who is God Himself, but it says it says a man, no one can know the sp- uh, a man's heart, but the spirit of a man. But He has sent His Spirit to us to lead us into all truth, to reveal everything about That's Himself, good. everything about Jesus. Yeah. So now, as we stand and He reveals His Word to us, as we read His Word, and He begins to mm-hmm. dis- He like a scribe would begins to describe it and understand, make us understand it. We begin mm-hmm. to joy, and then once they begin, it says. It then said later on, it said, once they began to understand the word, they rejoiced. And he said, now go and feast. Go and feast now that you understand what's being said. Um, but really with this, what the Lord is doing right now, what he does through Christ is that in the Holy Spirit, he's bringing us as the Holy Spirit to lead you into all truth. So he's leading us daily mm-hmm. in a changing of the mind where it's not really, oh, Lord, you forgive me of this or forgive me of this. He begins to reveal the better because to change your mind, you have to have your be able to change to something. If you yeah. have nothing to change to, you cannot. There is mm-hmm. no repentance unless there is something revealed. You can't repent from sin. And they and they, what they mentioned about these sacrifices, it says that their conscience, their conscience was not cleansed. They might have been cleansed on the exterior and from that sin, but their conscience were seared continually yeah. because of that sin. But because once for all through Christ, we have been done away with and our conscience can be clear. See what's happened in the church is we've been have our, our, our own sacrifices. We might not be slaughtering calves, but we slaughter ourselves before the Lord, thinking that that's going to be good enough. We might yeah. feel better because we cried. We, we we got on the altar. Oh, if you would just come to the altar and just all oh, weep and wail. Oh, no. And then we feel good because we had that external release, yeah. but we don't know that Christ once for all has done away with that and that he is the sacrifice. There is no other sacrifice. It says in Hebrews 6, there's not going to be any other sacrifice. And this people, this people, 
misquote this verse, misunderstand it. They're thinking if you deny Christ, there's no other sacrifice. You deny him once, you're, you're screwed. It's not saying that. It's saying he is the one, the only. There's no other son of God that's mm-hmm. going to come. The, one, the, the riches of heaven have come because he said there's no greater love than this, that a man will lay down his life for his friends. So the riches of heaven is not a material thing, but that God would give of himself. And so his giving of himself is the most valuable thing. And as we begin to read his word and honestly go and, okay, understand this. It's okay that you don't know anything. Mm-hmm. It's okay. Yeah. It's perfectly fine. Mm-hmm. We live in a world where you think you got to know, you got to get to know, you get better get to know, you got to get, you know, no, but it pleased God. Paul said this, a learned man of the Torah, he could quote you the entire Torah. They, they were educated men, but he considered all that education to be nothing. Mm-hmm. But he said it pleased God to reveal himself in me. Mm-hmm. Not that he went away and yeah. learned and studied, but God began to reveal who he was. Yeah. Through his word, he said, you seek in the scriptures as if in them you will find life, yet they speak of me, but you will not come to me that I might heal you. So here's the issue, and here's where repentance needs to be understood. It is not by our own effort. It says by, it says by who is going to go up to heaven and bring Christ down or go down to hell and bring Christ up. It's not by man's effort. We have to settle this once for all and within ourselves that God was not looking for a response. He was looking to be the response. He was the action and his action causes. It doesn't make us, but it causes us to react because anyone can vouch for this. Anyone who's tasted the love of God, they didn't battle back and forth. Oh, should I, or should not you come alive to the reality that you're a child of God Mm -hmm. and that you truly are one with him. You come alive and you say this, there, there can be no other truth to this. Even Paul, when he was knocked on his butt, he said, who are you Lord? So he knew who he was speaking to in that instant. Yeah. He knew who he was speaking to, and he changed his mind even in that moment. Mm-hmm. So repentance is not daily having a checklist of forgiveness. Repentance is like growing and educating yourself by being with him. And you're constantly repenting. You can't help but, re- you can't help but repent when he's constantly revealing him, his, his self to you. I've been through this 10 plus years of him just revealing himself and loving himself. And that's caused me to change my mind because I've had this thought in this area about him, but he revealed himself. I didn't search. He revealed himself in that area. And then I changed my mind because the truth of the matter was made plain. Hmm. Mm. Amen. (laughs) (laughs) I I think um, where it all comes down to is you got to trust God. Mm -hmm. You know, you got to trust that it's all taken care of. And if you give it over to him, hey. Yeah. And I I think that's one of the hardest things, especially in our day and age, is giving. (laughs) Giving something up. Giving something up and, you know, letting somebody else take control. But the God that created everything by just saying it. I, I'm, I'm down with giving him, up, yeah. giving him stuff, you know, <laughs> um, anybody else want to add anything? I don't know how we're doing on time, but, um, like, well, Zach and I have talked about sharing, um, our story. Mm-hmm. 
this is kind of me asking permission to <laughs> say it right now. We've talked about it, but yeah, yeah, that's what. Um, <clears throat> for us, um, we like. I came to a place after we got married, um, where I. It was like Shad was saying. It was like my life didn't look like the way that I wanted it to. Yeah. And, um, you know, <laughs> Zach and I, we we lived together before we got married. And that was something that, um, like, a lot of people, when they hear that, um, I can, I already know what you're thinking. Because trust me, it was a huge secret for a long time. Yeah. But it was something that we had to ask forgiveness for. And even when um, there's people I know that um, have, you know, they outwardly may say that they're okay or that, you know, they've forgiven it or that it's whatever. It's still kind of like a secret and it's still you know, like this really taboo thing and it was wrong and we repented for it. But I thank God that he is the one that forgives me and that that's not something that we live under shame about anymore because that is, um, like cohabitation. There's just so much in that lifestyle. Like it brings in so much because that's not the way that we're supposed to be living. Like I had so much anxiety. I literally, lived in our bedroom for like a year with so much anxiety and I didn't understand why, but it's because I wasn't living the way that God intended for me to live. And I opened myself up to all this stuff. And I know Zach experienced things as well. And, but the blood of Jesus was enough even for that. Yeah. And, um, I mean, I'm just kind of given testimony right now, but it's <laughs> like, um, you know, I, I was like, you know, we're going to get married and that's being obedient. But it really took what I mean, when we were obedient and it was like, OK, we are married. But it really took that step of like, God, why did I even want that in the first place? It's because when I do what you tell me to do. I know that everything's going to be right because your plans are the ones that are the best for me. And, um, it was, we got married in June mm -hmm. and that October was when I just completely gave my life over to the Lord. And I, that was me personally. And I honestly didn't know how Zach was going to feel about it. And I was just kind of like, you know what? I'm just going to be obedient, God, and I'm going to tell him how much you love him. And now we're on the same page. And I have that relationship and that marriage that, you know, when I was a teenager, that was something that I asked for and I prayed for. And God honors his word. And he, he made that happen for us. And I know that we are kind of an exception to the rule, but it's yeah. just what God did. But he did it through repentance mm -hmm. and it was him bringing everything and now we're here and we're talking about it mm -hmm. and it's that redemption story because i think 
right now it's like this, that's such an accepted thing in our culture where it's yeah. like, well, we're moving in modern times and mm. people are living together. And it's like, y'all, you don't know what it can do to you because we will talk about that another yeah. time. <laughs> but um, and it's not about it's not about, oh, I'm not going to sin because I'm so worried about the consequences there are consequences to our sin, but God's plans for us are so much better. Mm-hmm. And it's like when we have sinned, we've we have disappointed God. Yeah. And God loved us so much and his sacrifice was done in the greatest amount of love that we will ever know. And we just want to invite you that if there's something going on in your life right now where you're like, God, I know that this is wrong. I know that my life has not been on track. I, I'm i hearing what these guys are saying, and I know. Um, we just want to invite you right now, um, Zach, if you'll pray. We just want to invite you right now because God loves you, and he wants to forgive you, and you can do that right now. All right. Um, just repeat. Lord, I just come to you right now. I want a relationship with you, Lord. Forgive me for all my sins. I want you, Lord, of my life. I want you to take control, God. I give it all away. I want to be cleansed. Thank you, Lord. I give you praise. I give you glory. I give you honor. Amen. Amen. That's how easy it is. <laughs> Boom. Done. Ah. Oh, if you pray that prayer, we are so happy for you. Yes. Let us let us know because like we like I think we've all said this. If it takes us making videos and working our butts off, if we get one person out of all of it, mm-hmm. it's worth it. Amen. We want to add to the kingdom daily. Yeah. That, that is our, our goal is to love God, love others, and make disciples. And we want to make disciples for God. And if you did that, let us know down in the comments or DM us. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, if you have any prayer requests, though, yeah, uh, let us know. We've got an um, email or DM us on Instagram or all of that, uh, Facebook, message us and all of that. But our email is show at gmail.com uh send it there we will we're going to intercede for you yeah Yeah. we're going to put on the whole armor of god and go after it like nobody's business nobody's business but uh make sure you like it make sure you share it it helps a ton uh especially Mm -hmm. i don't know this there's a lot to ask first 30 minutes man like the mess out of it and share it because everybody the algorithm be like yeah we won't share that and then the word of God getting shared to more people. <laughs> so please do that um, and invite people to like the page, invite people to like the YouTube and all that good stuff. We got a ton, ton of great stuff coming your way, hot and heavy. And I'll say, uh, send us your um, questions too. Yes. Message us your questions, comment on them, mm-hmm. uh, tag us in them, whatever you want to do. Uh, we don't want this just being us thinking of the content. 
and then just spewing it out. We really are, like we said in the introduction video, trying to build a community, mm -hmm. trying to build where you, where you can even begin to make friends um, yeah. through that in, through, through your area. Because like right now, like I said, we're reaching Pace, Pensacola, Gulf Breeze. We have three sections that are rather close to each other. I think we're re reaching parts of Alabama too. Yeah. Um, so calming your stuff, we always, we're talking day, like day and night. We're messaging each other, mm -hmm. calling each other, video chatting, um, always talking about subjects, always thinking what, even tonight we thought about what subject, we're like, hey, well, what are we going to talk about? And it just popped pops in my head I put it in the chat and then me and Amy started going back and forth and she's like I'm excited and I was like I'm like oh you guys know me I'm always excited <laughs> <laughs> um, but we want your questions we want to like whatever the, I don't care how crazy it is or your deepest question that you've been just been I can't figure this one out I'm not saying we're going to be able to figure it out but we certainly will talk about it and the Lord might just figure it out while we're talking yeah the download yep mm. I like it so there you go, everybody. Hope that you enjoyed it. This has been Zach. Amy. Shad. And Judah. Have a week. Goodbye.